After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart speaker by saying play C-SPAN radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government. Welcome, Peter Marimi. So, um... You're a multi-award winning Kenyan TV documentary director and producer. So we'd like you to, uh, we'd basically like to welcome you to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase, the BFI LFF special. Thank you so much for taking the time out today. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. welcome. First of all, congratulations on the debut of this powerful documentary. Amazing. How do you feel about, about it? Um, it's been a long journey, like uh, five years of filming, and then on top of that, um, editing two years. And for Samuel, uh, for Samuel's family, and for us, the team that were making the team, like it's really nice and an honor to actually bring this out to the world yeah. and hopefully add value, like people can understand what's happening in Kenya, especially with LGBT rights. And uh, also give a lot of insights as well to what life really is like. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely, it was captured beautifully. Um, when we watched the documentary, we were, it was just so powerful and you, you've done a fabulous job. So well done. Thank you. Okay. So in terms of the, um, the story behind Sam and Alex as well, what compelled you to produce and direct this uh, documentary? Um, so I had a personal motivation, especially uh, in in Kenya, like there's rarely a documentary about someone, someone like Samuel, mm -hmm. who is poor, who is gay and also very religious. Yeah. And also to get that intimate family dynamic, because yeah. someone who I'm really close to was having exactly the same struggle uh, Samuel is having through, was going through with the family. So... And at the time, I was like, being a filmmaker, I say, like, a film would be very useful uh, to families. You know, like, I need a film that any father could relate to or any brother or any sister could relate to. So that was my motivation. And when I met Samuel, he was like, when I was young, I didn't know a grown-up who was gay because people, almost of them were in the closet. Yeah. And he just said it was very important for him uh, to, part, to be part of this film, if anything, for the younger generation coming behind him, at least there is an example. You can say, I, I'm not alone. And that is my motivation and his motivation. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I loved the way that you, you captured the family dynamics. It wasn't just about the struggles that they went through. You also captured the the fun times that they had in terms of the family connection and yeah. also the friendship. Yeah. How how important was it for you to be able to capture that balance in your documentary? Yeah, so um, especially uh, in Kenya, 
Mm. Like uh, people tend to look at gay people like in very one dimension. Mm. And what they forget, like it's like all of us, we have like very different things going on in our lives, in our family relationship, in our life, life in our jobs, in mm. our friendships. So I found it like it was really important to, to be very three-dimensional with Samuel and Alex. Because in there, there's a, it doesn't matter if you're, you're gay, you're straight, you're a man, you're a woman, you're a child, you're an old man. There's something there that you'll connect to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the intention of just trying to make him as we can get the full sense of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was it like when you were being part of that? So, of course, you know, you're filming the documentary, but being in that environment with the family, with Sam and Alex and his friends, what was that like for yourself? So, and I tried to do this as well. Like, a, like first of all, if I am to, to do justice to the film, like a, my relationship with Samuel and Alex has to be genuine and real. Mm-hmm. So because of that, um, you could say you get the more genuine, like the curtains get open. Yeah. So like what is important was first of all to create that friendship and trust. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, um, it was very fulfilling, fulfilling experience for, for them and for me. And hopefully now for the world, they'll get to see uh, get let into a bubble and learn more and appreciate uh, their lives. Yeah, 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 that's great. Beautiful. What there were some scenes um, which were very traumatic, especially toward toward the, at the beginning of the mm. film. Um, mm. Seeing his friend getting beaten up by the public. How was that for the the crew as well as yourself in terms of? actually filming that emotionally as well to to deal with that um it was very difficult because it's somebody i knew mm. and it was someone's um very good friend mm. so it was very traumatic event for all of us mm. and there was um a huge debate um even whether we should share it with the world or not mm. but it it came down to like because as i said this film has a lot of resilience, has a lot of, uh, it's very positive in a way. Yeah. And we thought um, it is very good to balance it because also it's it's a very tightrope balancing act. Like mm-hmm. one wrong turn and things could end up really horribly for any yeah. gay man in Kenya. Yeah. We thought it was so important to, to show like, it's not all okay, it can get really bad. Mm. Yeah, 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 and I think that was captured really well because, yeah. again, as we mentioned earlier, in terms of the balance of showing the unity that they have and and the connection that they have in terms of the friendship as well as um, you know Beautiful. being yeah. in the relationship and with their family, I think you captured both sides of that really well. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely a really powerful um, documentary throughout the whole thing. Every single part you know, watching it, we felt we could, you know, almost resonate with the feelings as well, because especially the family sort of oriented aspect of it, and then the friends coming together, it was really, really well done. So again, thank you so much for creating this documentary. I know it must have been, it's a difficult one to do, and you've really done it, so you've done it justice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
in regards to the parents how was how was that in terms of that relationship and and i mean did you build that trust for them to come you know to speak in front of the camera and to to be quite open with you or was that quite difficult to um bring that trust level obviously with an older generation no as actually uh, there's that we have a saying in kenya like uh time is the best medicine for anything mm. uh, because it took over five years like initially there were uh, and also partly when i started filming uh i think the father suspected uh someone was gay but he didn't have the the proof especially who alex really was yeah. and he found out about alex during the filming mm. and when he fell out with someone he also fell out with with me so it's a relationship mm. that uh, mm. had to rebuild again the way like someone had to rebuild it I had to rebuild also my relationship with father. So, but it's, even now, it's a relationship that he calls me his son. And he's really likes that the film is done. Saying like many families, like fathers like him, need to to see this so that they can learn from his experience. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, you know, for the whole world to see this, because there's so many other cultures um, again, from either poorer backgrounds or even some affluent backgrounds that they need to learn from this because that change of that transition that built where, you know, again, he embraced his son again and was able to move on with the documentary with a key moment in that, which was, again, it's a, it's a lesson for, for everyone to learn from and it was, it was a really good one. Yeah, and uh, just to add on that, like, the also really important thing, I think, in this film is sometimes... In terms of, I know I'd call it like acceptance. Mm. Like uh, some in African culture, sometimes it's it's the actions and not the 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 words. You're not going to sit across the table with your parents and like, okay, dad, thank you for uh, accepting me for who I am. And but he accepted him, but in his own terms. It's like you can come to my house, you mm. can sleep in the same room with Alex, but we're not talking about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, so that's um, it was important in the film to show also in an African context what acceptance looks like. Yeah, yeah, and that was definitely shown towards the end when you know the mother invited him to come over, and he actually, I mean, I think what was surprising for me is that he actually came with yeah. Alex. Yeah. Um, you know, normally I guess we would think, okay, go on your own just to almost test the waters. But Alex going, was that quite difficult to film in terms of, you know, after, you know, the father had um, realised the truth to, for Alex to come into the family dynamics? Was that quite difficult scene to film? So I must say like that visit, like the trip there, everybody was very tense. Didn't yeah. know how would react. But what happens, which it's not in the film, like the mother had assured someone even separately from me, like made another call, like you just come, everything is is fine. Yeah. And that is something, I guess it was, sub- it was very subtle in the film, uh, but basically it's the mom who said, like, my son is coming back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, as a couple, they talked about or how they sorted it. But yeah. the mother just said, like, this is not on, I want my son back. And the father got into the program in a sense 
So it also shows like a, a very strong woman who is basically asserting her role into the family. Yeah. So it was very subtle, but it, that's what happened. The mother is the one who yeah. drove that agenda of someone coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So where can our viewers find out more about I Am Samuel? Oh, yeah, so we have, um, we're on social media, it's Twitter at I Am Samuel, uh, and then we're on Facebook, the same I Am, at, uh, I Am Samuel. But also we have a website, uh, watchiamsamuel.com. Okay. And uh, you can see all the upcoming festivals. You can see uh, articles that are the publications about the film. And also you can get updates from uh, the team and the characters on our website. So in terms of maybe you've got some upcoming projects, then, you know, what have you got anything that is upcoming or in the pipeline for yourself? Um, now I've, I've been, I'm like, I'm in the, I'm in development stage. So at the moment, mm -hmm. I'm just scared to, to, to say about it. You never know how it will go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, the thing is, as it's always been, um, in me, like, uh, I always, uh, sort of like give voice to the voiceless mm -hmm. and especially, or uh, the overlooked. So for, it's very important for me, like to keep on sometimes as society we just tend to overlook uh, the minorities or overlook uh, people who are, especially in Kenya with a strong class system, people who are the issues of the poor. So I, I will keep on doing that and mm -hmm. hopefully just recording it for future. Yeah. And hopefully also it helps uh, be, create a constructive environment for debate. Amazing. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for taking the time out to speak to us today about this, again, amazing documentary. Yeah. We loved it, and I'm sure the public will embrace it. And um, as you said, it will open their eyes to see yeah. what life is really like in terms of this situation that's happening over there. Yeah, thank you again. So and congratulations yeah. once again. You've done an amazing, superb job. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the kind words. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CAPITAL200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.